This is episode number 240 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Inner Fight Podcast. My name is Mike Smith, founder of innerfight.com, and I'm joined by Phil and Mia to wrap up the 2016 CrossFit Games, the hunt for the fittest male and female on earth. Of course, a massive thank you to our show sponsors, Kareem. Download the Kareem app, sign up and register with a valid credit card. Use the promo code in a fight for up to 100 dirhams off your first ride with them. And if you're coming to the gym, use promo code inner. If you're leaving the gym, use the promo code fight for 10% off your ride. No matter where you're on the world, thanks for tuning in. Let's jump right in. Here we go, back again. Phil Hesketh, CrossFit Games time. Yes. Mia. Yes. Hello. Hi. Shit. <laughs> We've spoken about it loud before. <laughs> Phil, this time last year you were there. It's true. This year you're not there. <laughs> also true. Mate, we're going to review in this show the 2016 CrossFit Games. What happened, what went on, all the events. Before we do that, mate, feelings when it started about not being there and having been there last year and not being able to be there this year because of injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I didn't really... Like when people were asking all the time, like, "Are you gonna watch it? Are you gonna watch it?" I, was, I wasn't like super pumped to start yeah. watching it. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I, I I love CrossFit, so once you know the leaderboard started coming up, I'm still super interested to see, you know, who was doing what, and yeah. I, I ended up watching a, a lot of it, and more so just following the leaderboard. Yeah. But it it was at the start a little bit like, God, I wish I was there. You know, re- <laughs> just more just to to be there. Yeah. Not, not that I think. Oh, I'm going to do so well this year, yeah. and you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but just, just to be there in the atmosphere makes you miss it because it, it was so Good cool atmosphere. last year. Yeah, Mayor, you were also there last year as part of a team. Yes. What was your feelings as the event started to unfold and watching the teams or watching the individuals? Uh, was super interesting, as yeah. Phil said, and also like remind me how fun it was to go team yeah because some of the team events looks really fun some maybe not so much fun <laughs> but it just make me excited because like maybe in a few years i want to go team again yeah and i think it's gonna be really fun yeah absolutely there was i think we'll get into the events in a little bit but some that looked really good and some <laughs> that just didn't look good at all guys going into it obviously we spoke after regionals about some of the favorites that we kicked around i think as a general consensus we got to the fact that i think we wanted and we genuinely thought that sarah would win the ladies and Bjorgvin would win the men's going into it the week before not what happened we'll speak about that later but going into it did you guys still think that they would be in with a chance and they would be favourites Sarah definitely I thought yeah. was a, a favourite not just because she's we know her and sort of our yeah. friend and but because you know she actually is we, we believe the best yeah um, Bjorgvin was more that you know he did really well last year and he does have great potential yeah but he's, he's kind of also a friend and we wanted him to do really well but realistically um, we both said different people um, yeah. to, to more realistically win so who are your favourites going into it sort of last week then well I said I said Ben Smith right my favourite as a sort of follow on from last year yeah um, I mean, Ben Smith is incredible, yeah. right? He he's been to so many eight. games. Eight. Eight. eight in a row. And wow. he's still only 20, I want to say 26. Wow. So wow. eight in a row. And I think he's been on the podium uh, four times now. Right. And then uh, Mia said Fraser, who again, right. pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Three years. This is his third year. Yeah. Two second place finishes. Two second um, places, to, yeah. Rich, to Rich Fronin and yeah. then to Ben Smith. Yeah. So he would have definitely had some fire in his belly, wouldn't he? Yeah. If, if you watch the, um, the, the the Road to the Games documents, we talked about them a few times. The, the ones be- that feature some yeah. athletes that didn't qualify? Yeah. The, the, the best <laughs> one was definitely the, the Smith-Fraser one. Right. Uh, like, both of their attitudes was just, it was really cool to watch. Uh, yeah. Especially Fraser's his attitude is, is incredible. Like, the way, in what the way? way it comes, just relentless. Yeah. In, in the way that he wants to be the fittest person on earth. And yeah just i think some people may say it yeah and, and maybe they they, they kind of believe it themselves but yeah. they're not willing to do everything that it takes to wasn't he involved in another sport before crossfit wasn't he incredibly good at something? yeah he was very good at weightlifting it was it weightlifting? So his background right. his background is weightlifting so right. he, he came into crossfit being being able to snatch like uh, around 130 kilos right uh, maybe a little bit more actually 
Wow. Which, you know, most CrossFitters are, are, are chasing that whole time. So, yeah. actually, for the last two years, I was looking at what sort of people have said in documentaries about him. Yeah. Most of his training has been, like, fitness-based and gymnastic-based. Right. And he just hasn't really had to worry about the weightlifting too much. Because he the, can just do yeah, it. Yeah, the stuff that consumes... I think they said during the, the clean event that he just stopped weightlifting for this year. Right. And just did, like, conditioning and training, yeah. Conditioning. That's probably, like, super advantageous yeah. and, and one of... Uh, one in a million almost, right? If you think about how much time we yeah. spend doing snatch and clean and jerk and yeah. squats and things like that, and I'm sure he still does it just the same, but to not have to worry about it, to just know that even on a bad day, yeah. he'll still have one of the max snatch and clean and jerk or, you know, towards the top. Yeah. You know, and he's got so much time to focus on, on, on other things, which it was really quite apparent this year yeah absolutely from a girl's perspective Mia obviously you see these girls kind of progressing through various posts on social media and stuff what was the feeling obviously Sarah was one of the favorites anyone else up there I know Katrine moved to the states yeah just to train what was the general feeling from a female perspective of who to look out for I think uh, Brooke Wallace impressed a lot yeah Uh, she's super young still and she did really well she started out 39th in the first event uh, right. the track and then yeah. she won the deadlifts right. and then after that she had pretty good uh, uh, how she placed her in the rest of the events Yeah, I think she just lost the uh, fifth place uh, after the pegboard the final event in the female as well there was a lot of obviously media exposure about Sam Briggs not getting her visa yeah. in time what was it how did you feel about that if she wasn't going to be there <laughs> I would feel really sorry for her. Yeah. Because like she's she's super nice and I like her. Yeah. But obviously it's a bit like she should have maybe thought of that a bit earlier. <laughs> like it, yep. it was a bit last minute. Yeah, very much so. But right. I'm super happy that she got there and it's pretty impressive that she did so well. Like just being there, I think two days before the competition yeah, started. It was incredible. And the rest of the athlete was still like three, four weeks yeah, before. Yeah, they had a lot more time. Uh, so, th- and that she can go into competition and do that well. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, another one of the favorites going into it, I guess, that because she performed so well at regionals, was Annie Thoris' daughter. Yeah. She was still up there. Yeah. We'll speak a little bit later about how she did or didn't do. <laughs> I don't know which way we put that. The kickoff this year was slightly different, wasn't it? So, it started on... It started, it started on, on the same, same day. day. It started on Wednesday. Talk us through what happened, mate. You you had the the, the story, of the stats <laughs> of what time they were woken up and what time they got to bed. Yeah, I think we were, we were all kind of following it. And then uh, the first thing I saw was on Instagram, someone posted, uh, they got given a piece of paper, I think on the Tuesday night, that just said, uh, be in the hotel lobby yeah. at 3.30 a.m. Right. Uh, go to your assigned judge. Yeah, uh, They'll be waiting for you. And uh, it was a sheet of paper that said uh, what they had to bring on there. Yeah. And it was just a bunch of r- random stuff. Like, you didn't know if they were kind of keeping them guessing or if yeah. they were actually going to need all that, which it kind of turned out that they did yeah, need right. most of it. It yeah. was, you know, it was bring the, the tactical pants that they got given. They right. got given from 501 Tactical. Yeah. The same company that designs the, the, the military vest. Yeah. They gave them some, like, military-grade, um, like, pants as well. Right. So that's kind of, you know, why have we got these. Yeah. And then just the normal CrossFit kit. And then it said lifting belt. Right. Which you're kind of thinking, oh, maybe that's a bit of a curveball. Like, yeah. Why, yeah. Are they, why are they putting that on there? But it turned out that they probably most of them did want their lifting belt because it ended up being the deadlift ladder. So they jump on a plane. Yeah, they went to the airport. Yeah. The best way to follow it really was Snapchat. Yeah, a lot of the athletes were posting a lot of stuff on Snapchat. And they also yeah. had a live Facebook their feed. Their Facebook feed was quite it good was as decent. well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the only way you could actually watch the events that day through, yeah, fa- right. through Facebook Live because yeah. it was no spectators. Yeah. So they took them to uh, Aromas, to, yep. the, to Dave Castro's family ranch, where the, the first games was. Right. And uh, they gave them a repeat of the 2009, I want to say. I think it was 2009, the um, yeah, 7K, tra- 7K trail run. Yeah. And immediately followed by a one rep max deadlift. Right. Uh, set up in a ladder format, and that was 20, 20 barbells. The time, the times are... Uh, different the time that you get to go through that was quite short as well was it 30 seconds i think it was every 30 yeah so one lift every 30 seconds the bars yeah. started at for the guys the bars started at 425 yeah 425 pounds which is as around 190 190 kilos and, and then it went up to it. 615 
which is 270... 270 around 270, there. 270, a little yeah. bit more, right? Yeah. And the girls also started quite heavy and finished quite heavy, right? 275, which is which 125 kilos. 125. And 415, which 185, just under 190. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So it's pretty pretty heavy for both after a 7K trail run. And it was cool the way they did it. They did it the same as they did in 2009. So if you came last on the trail run, then yeah. you would have to go first on right. the deadlift so right. that the least amount of rest so you earn you know the rest by yeah. by going faster by going on the run. faster I remember watching in 2009 actually when Jason Kalipa basically passed out stood up yeah. again then <laughs> ran, ran again and then they said yeah you've got yeah. to do a deadlift so but that wasn't enough for that day they still had another event to do there right yeah it's called the the ranch mini chipper right and which started with it was 50 war balls at 30 pounds yeah which uh, we hadn't seen before the yeah. 30 pound ball which is yeah. cool yeah uh, 20 for the 20 pounds for the ladies and then third uh, sorry yeah, 25 uh, GHD sit-ups yep. with the med ball. Yeah. And then you grab the med ball and you run up that, up uh, hill. that hill. Yeah. And I spoke to um, Rob Orlando, who, d- who did that event before it, a yeah. long time ago. Where they, they did it with the sandbag. The sandbag sprint yeah. up the hill. Yeah. And he said that's probably the most miserable event he's ever done <laughs> in all his time at the games or regionals, wow. just sprinting wow. up that hill. So I'm sure <laughs> after a trail running a max deadlift, that was... Not so nice. <laughs> <laughs> the results from day one, obviously one of the biggest talking points out there was the fact that Sam Briggs came third out of everyone in the trail. Was she, she was third, right? Yeah. Was third out of oh, everyone, all- yeah. So, And who won the trail run? Fraser. So Matt Fraser wins from the start. Yeah. Josh Bridges was second. He, was yeah, he? he was he was around there. I just got the first place finishes. Okay. And Sam Briggs was first for the ladies, third overall. Yeah. yeah. Is, does that give you hope, Mia, that your running might get a lot better? And <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I'm running now every week. <laughs> but incredible, really! Like one of the, I don't, it's it's hard to not sound sexist, but traditionally in the Olympics and everything, women have run slower than men across yeah. every single distance, and a seven k trail run, and Sam comes in third. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I mean, for her, and as you said, getting off the flight as well yeah. is, is, is incredible. Well, it's also pretty cool that the two people in each category who came last in the run yeah. won the deadlift. So they got the minimal rest, yeah. and then they went on to win the deadlifts. Yeah. The only two who finished the ladder. So they both of them finished. So yeah. the fe- female lifted the 185. Brooke, Brooke Wells, she, she was almost last, right? I think she was 37, 38. 39th. 39th. And so then, second wow. last, yeah. Wow. And then she finished it. And then Sam Dancer was, was last and he finished it quite easily. Great name. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> What's his name? Sam, Sam Dancer. So that was a bit, ruffled them up a little bit. And they had a little bit of a delay on the way back, I understand. Time that they went to bed, you knew that? It was around 1 a.m. Good stat. I don't know if they went to bed then, but that was was when uh, some Snapchat was coming (laughs) in, yeah. So 22 hours, I mean, easily 22 hours awake on the first day. That was the Wednesday. Then they traditionally had a day off on Thursday. What happened on Thursday? Something different? Yeah. Uh, uh, 9 a.m. they had a 500-meter ocean swim for time. Which is probably the shortest distance and time that that, in the swim. No, I, I think the first year they introduced it, it was only around 200, 250. It wasn't Didn't long. Didn't have bar muscle-ups in it, though? No, the, the, year, before, the year before, when they did, um, when Josh Bridges won, and they had to do, I think they did Angie. Right. It was like the 100 push-ups, 100, 100 uh, pull-ups, yeah. and the beach run. Yeah, was, right. I think it was something like that. But it's that still quite, quite, a, short. A, short, quite yeah. a short event. It was, yeah, and... I, I didn't really know how long that would take, and I said to Ben, you know, what, what do you think about the, these times? And he yeah. said, you know, the, the fast ones might be around sort of 10 minutes, and it may be up towards 15, but yeah. I think Yonakoski Kos- did it in 6.54. Wow. So not, not a very big day's work for him. Yeah. So he was the event winner for the men? He was, yeah. I think it was just before he, he, he had to pull out, unfortunately, so he was kind of representing this region. Yeah. And he was having some, in some injury troubles. Right. But I thought he'd win himself $3,000 before he pulled out. <laughs> just and by swimming super yeah. fast. <laughs> for the ladies, who won the ladies' swim? To me. To me, the Australian girl yes. who no one actually knew who she was last year, basically. No. Well, they, <laughs> I think CrossFit didn't really say too much about her, did they? It, let, let, let's talk about that because that was a trend that I saw the whole weekend. I remember them putting the leaderboard up at one stage and I think four of the top ten guys were not Americans and they didn't mention any of them. What do you guys think about the coverage that, or is there a bias in it, or is it just the fact that the commentators know the American athletes a lot better? What do you reckon? 
I think this should be their job to know all the athletes <laughs> I agree better and uh, not just Absolutely. Americans. I don't think that's a good reason, really. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Mate, I think it yeah. sucks. Uh, you, should, you should give everyone fair coverage, but yeah. I, and then I guess maybe if you think about how many people are watching, what yeah. the percentage of people that are American that are watching, yeah. so maybe they're trying to please the majority of the audience. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I would imagine yeah. there's a lot more... Americans tuned in and even the rest of the it's world funny combined. You say that because I'm not sure if this is true, but I saw somewhere written that unless you had ESPN Sport in the US, you couldn't watch the streaming. All oh, right, that's what someone said. So I, I really can't remember where. So if there isn't any American listeners that want to correct me, someone was complaining about it because it's streaming on games.crossfit.com. We can watch it through YouTube, but they said because they'd sold the rights to ESPN Sport, which actually all makes sense that you had to have ESPN Sport which maybe a lot of Americans don't have yeah so but yeah some, some sometimes the, co- the coverage just it, it isn't as fair as you, you would you'd think it should be but yeah. I, I don't think that was the same this year with the, with the girl especially the girls side right um, I think they gave they, they kind of maybe just they weren't prepared last year to have yeah. Tia Toomey like yeah. she was a rookie last year and ended up right. second they maybe right. just didn't have yeah. footage of her and maybe, th- this yeah. year she got a, she got a lot more because it was basically her and Catherine the whole time going yeah. uh, back going back and forth and Sam Briggs was kind of in there as well the whole it time it was quite funny though because they were trying to say every time Bjorgvin was in the screen they were sort of saying his full name and mispronouncing it every single time yeah. so it was almost <laughs> like man he, he placed on the podium last year yeah so anyway that's for them that's well, for they, them they to couldn't say out. his name last year so they just changed it to BK just use his initials. Burger King. They just use his initials instead. <laughs> That's what they're good for it with a bit of Burger King. Some interesting, ridiculously retarded comments from from the uh, from the the commentators as well. This guy will yeah. be good at this because he grew up on a farm. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a good one, wasn't what it? What was it? The snail. There was something with the snail, yeah. and they said, "Oh, the <laughs> the guys with the big legs and good engine will do well at this." That's yeah. strong core. Strong, strong core. core. Yeah. yeah. If you have a strong core, you'll do well at this. Like ah, oh. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I think there's definitely a future in it for our, our friend Jeremy Austin from Australia there, who's probably one of the best commentators around, but I think he's probably a little most bit... Most excited, isn't he? The most excited human being, <laughs> yeah. generally, <laughs> except when he's on a downer and then you just don't want to be near him. But his uh, his knowledge and, and I think, yeah, his passion for it is up there. So hopefully we'll see him commentating on the top events. I think he, I think he mainly got a lot of the team stuff this year. Yeah. So... He didn't get it. So, second day, so they've been to the ranch. They've had a swim. Who's in first place still? Uh, I think it was Matt Fraser. Yeah, Fraser will still be leading. He, was led the, he led the whole time. The the, the girls' side was, was a lot more up and down. interesting this yeah. year in general. Fraser, from the start, was just always just in the lead. And, yeah, I think and just the girls was changing almost after every event. Yeah, it was really, bit, it was really yeah. cool. Yeah, the girls are a lot tighter. So, the, the, the real kickoff day and the traditional day is obviously the Friday. Run us through the events that we saw come out on, on, on Friday. Yeah. Uh, the first one was when they readed Murph in the morning this time instead of in the middle of the day. That was helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. And the fact that they allowed them to drink water. Yeah, they have. <laughs> what, did you, what stat did you see about the Murph? Sorry. Oh, that uh, 16 girls yep. uh, did a better time. So yeah. all the girls who did it last year, except one, did a better time this year. Yeah. Uh, However, twenty-two guys. Yeah, twenty-two I guys. Think it, it, it's quite important though to 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 mention how Murph was done because it's done yeah. it, split up differently it's split this up year, a lot differently, which traditionally and statistically helps, yeah. helps a lot. So yeah. they did one mile run. Yeah. Then how was it split and up? And then five rounds yeah. of twenty pull-ups, forty push-ups, sixty squats. Right. And so then finish with m- one mile run again. Which for those of you who don't know what Murph yeah. is, you normally do a hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, three hundred air squats. So again, not many people will have done it that way though. True. It's usually True. that if you're gonna if you're gonna partition it, you would do this in like a Cindy way. So right. where you do 10, 15, 20, right? Yes. That's what yeah. what most people yeah would would do yeah um so it's still slightly different but yeah it's, it's broken up into you know obviously smaller chunks which i think especially on the push-ups yeah the thing that, that would help i think that would help the, the most yeah because that was the part where when you're getting and you got 200 push-ups yeah and you've only done 50 and you're already in twos then yeah you've got a problem <laughs> it was a, he was a lot of time staring at the clock <laughs> <laughs> you know that yeah yeah some of the guys were staring at the clock <laughs> last year Bjorgvin won that event in about 38 minutes I think yeah. yeah what was the winning time and who was it this year for the men 
Uh, it was uh, Bridges at 35.30. So Josh Bridges went a little bit yeah. faster. We can put that down to the fact that it was broken up. And also, like you said, Mia, they started... The men started eight. Seven. Seven. Somewhere on that. Seven I think ladies was at, was ladies first. Ladies was first yeah. at seven, and then the men at eight. Yeah. We saw something quite interesting. So, and Bjorkvin finished where? It was fifth, I think. Fifth. So, and Josh Bridges was in it last year. So obviously, no, no, no. he wasn't. Sorry, who came second? Fraser was Matt Fraser, Fraser who was in it last year. Who Bjorkvin? Who came second last year as well? Interesting thing happened in the girls, and I think the I think the girls obviously expected Sam yeah. to run away with it. Yeah. It's, it's That's really what her. I thought as well. Yeah, it's yeah. really her type of event. What happened there? Yeah, it was Kerry Pierce who won, who did a lot of good things this weekend. Yeah. Uh, from where? She's from... Uh, she American? American. Yeah. But yeah. new athlete. I really not don't know too much about her. I've not really seen her before. Yeah. I'm sure she's been around, but, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd really... She surprised a lot. She was really high up the leaderboard. And yeah, she, yeah two, she finished fifth. Two event wins. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, she was she was impressive. That's a good event, though, isn't it? I think split up like that, even people sort of, uh, could you say regular gym goers, that's probably a really good way to, yeah. to have a crack at Murph. Go yeah. for a run. Don't worry about the vest yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bring that in later, but go for a run. Do 20 pull-ups or your variation of pull-ups. Do 40 decent push-ups a little bit of gray area there mate maybe with the how people were doing them yeah, and stuff I, or think what, I didn't i didn't watch uh, so much of murph yeah but the way you said it they kind of loosened off those vests this year like last year they were really strict on that we couldn't do that you know yeah a lot of people are like, oh i'll just loosen off the vest yeah and then only the vest has to touch the floor yeah but they were making a point that your chest was in contact with the with the plate did they stipulate where your hand had to be or was that no not, it, that it, wasn't like the, issue? it was you know, arms locked out, yeah, and uh, that your your shoulders weren't coming up before your hips, right? So trying to maintain right. that sort of tight plank position yeah, the whole yeah, time, yeah. And then obviously the squats, three hundred squats, get gets to your legs after a little while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A vest isn't super comfy either, so it's right. like it's hitting your legs. And you're like, oh, so, such such good lumbar <laughs> position and everything's in shape. But that's definitely a workout that people could take directly from the games and and give a shot. Next, they went into squat some clean ladder. Squat clean. How did that work? It was the same as we did at regionals with the right, reps and right. the time caps. So they had ten squat cleans. Within two minutes, yeah. at 2.45 for the guys and 1.65 for the girls. Right. And then eight cleans at 2.65, 1.80. Wow. Uh, six cleans at 2.85, 1.95. Four at 3.05 and 2.05. And then two reps. And then they had three minutes to finish, 3.25 and 2.15. So this is exactly the same, like you said, from regionals, but it was done at regionals with snatches. snatches. Yeah. Would you say the start? I mean, the starting weight for guys two forty five hundred and eleven kilos. Would you say that was similar? The starting weight at regionals was eighty four. Eighty four. So proportionally about the same. Yeah, or but have I mean, they I mean, this a bit? as a as a whole was was faster. Right. So right. I think it's just a, it's just an easier Easy movement, movement to move faster on. Yeah. But yeah, I think the weights they got it ab- about right. Like it, I think in general. Especially on the guy side, it was it was faster than the fastest times you saw on the squat snatch ladder. Right. But then over the whole field, the, the times won't have been too dissimilar. I think Cara Webb won. She won the um, squat cling ladder. I think she did she set the world record on the snatch ladder. Or was it yeah. Catherine? Uh, Catherine Beater actually. Did she? Was it? Yeah. But, but she was w- one of the fastest ones. So yeah, she was very. So the similar similar sort of people. Yeah, are winning uh, it. were winning that. It was a really close race on the guys. How long does it Fraser- take? The guys was 5.21. Wow. Girls was 5.17, so just a bit faster. Wow, so you've done 30 squat cleans yeah. with ascending weight to something that's reasonably heavy. It's, it's pretty heavy. 3.25, I think, the last bar for the guys. So yeah. a yeah. lot of people's, more than a lot of people's maxes. And probably at, at regional level, that's about what a lot of the guys' maxes. Well, who did we see win in the ladies? Cara Webb. Cara Webb won yeah. that. So yeah. that's interesting. And in the men? It was Alex Anderson. Who, uh, does anyone know who he is? Yeah, he was there. He was, he was there last year. He was a, he was a top ten athlete last year. Ah, so he's, he's actually um, it's pretty cool. His family. Um, he's had a brother, Za, an older brother, Za right. Anderson, who competed two years ago at the games. Right. He's competed for the last two years, Alex, and his younger brother Jacob was there this year as well with him. Wow. And then the, uh, so that's three games athletes brothers. Wow. That's pretty mom, cool. Mom and, and their dad, dad, dad pretty happy. No, no, dad? their dad competed master as well. Really? <laughs> yeah. They definitely uh, were sleeping with Greg Glassman back in the day, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, from that they they went into last year when you were there, mate. They 
picked this event by a voting a, poll a, a, on Twitter and Facebook, I think. Yeah. Was it? Okay, talk us through what happened last year and then what the event was this year. Oh, uh, well, they said DT, and then obviously everyone kind of knew. Which is? Uh, it was five rounds of 12 deadlifts, nine hang power cleans, six shoulder to overhead. Good workout. Yeah, it's a very good workout, but it's normally just done with 155 for the guys, right? And that's 105, I think. Yeah, yeah 105 for the girls, which in kilos 70, and, yeah, 70 and 55, 40, 45, and 45, 45 for the sorry. girls. Yep. Um, they kind of announced it last year. That we're going to do DT, right? And everyone kind of was like, mm, "Doesn't sound hard enough." Yeah. Waited for us all to almost walk off, and then said, "Ah, it's going to be you know." It's either going to be double DT or heavy DT, right? And they had to the viewers had to vote, which right. was the first time that had happened. Yeah. And then he announced uh, ended up being heavy DT last year, mm-hmm. um, and then he said on the announcement this year we're going to do DT. Yeah. And as you guys picked a heavy last year, that also meant that you were picking double for this year. So he obviously already had that right. that sort of plan in his mind. Right. So, yeah, 10 rounds rather than five. Um, so, 120 deadlifts, 90 power cleans, yeah. 60 push There's over 300 barbell reps that day. That's 270 reps, I think, in uh, in, in double Plus, DT. you've done Murph in the morning. Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's a pretty high-volume day. Slightly. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but uh, the, the girls was... was a, not more imp- not more impressive, but the times were just faster, which right. I guess is more impressive. But so the fastest winning time for the female on that was nine twenty five. Wow, so under wow. around a minute. Wow, That's, I think it was four girls under ten minutes. Yeah, four wow. girls to beat the fastest guy time. Yeah. What have you done, DT Mia, at that weight? Like at the, the regular no. the standard weight? I think you should do it this week and let us know how it goes. <laughs> yes, I will. Just do five rounds. Just five. Yeah, yeah. it's right. actually in the class workout somehow tomorrow. You just I'll do in. it then. You might do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's one. There's only one round every three minutes tomorrow, though. So if it takes you 15 minutes, <laughs> maybe there's a problem. And then for the, what do we see for the guys in that? The guys actually, uh, one of the new guys uh, is only 20. Who's the youngest athlete in the field? Samuel Quant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a interesting last name. I saw his shirt. I'm like, I saw him in that event. Yellow shirt. Quant. And I was like, interesting man. But Sweet. Yeah. But he was uh, 11.37. So that was the fastest. I think Fraser took wow. a second on that as well. So Fraser's pretty much been mentioned around the top in every single event yeah. we've spoken yeah. about yeah. so far. So he clearly finished Friday in the lead. Yeah, he was yeah. in the lead, I think. And by quite a way, right? Or yeah, he was starting to pull away then. I think it was up to a, almost 100 points by that stage right. with two days left. Knowing that first place gets 100 points per event, second place... It's like 94. It got, right. I think it's the six points separating the separating. top three, and then the next three that goes to so five points. Consistency still really gets rewarded. You don't really need... So if he's in second and th- third places, a couple of firsts, he's just being consistent and getting loads of points. Yeah, he actually got seven second-place finishers and wow. one first place. Wow. So out of 15 events, eight of them. Wow. You know, first or second. So, you just so it's pretty consistent pretty there. Consistent. <laughs> Who was winning the ladies at the end of Friday? Can you remember? I think Catherine was in the lead at that point. But after, it was still super tight. Yeah, it? it was really close. I, I think, think Sarah was second there and Tia was third, third. after Friday. And yeah. then Sam was in fourth. Yeah. Was and in then fourth. it all changed around a lot on Saturday. Let's go into Saturday. It was the, 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 the movement that you needed strong legs and a strong core to kick <laughs> off with. This... Uh, it was called I think this was going to be the. I think if I was there obviously I would enjoy a squat clean ladder but as something new and different this would probably have been my favourite event what was it it was called um, Climbing Snail right and we saw two um, new things in the event yeah. uh, it, well, it started with a, with a run which maybe I wouldn't have enjoyed but it was the, it was the run up and down over the, the berm I think they call it the, so the, 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 the hill yeah the hill <laughs> um, and then it was two rope climb ascents but it was really cool in the way they did it that they the rope was kind of at eye level, the bottom of the rope. Yeah. So you you had to jump and go until your feet were high enough, legless. Yeah. And then once your feet were high enough to grab the rope, you could then use your legs. Yeah. Which I just thought it was it was a really cool but it cool way of doing two it. Two or three decent pulls. Yeah. Really yeah. legless to get to that point where you can wrap your legs around it. Yeah. You, yeah. It, you did pretty much half of it. Um, right. Legless, and then the next half of your legs. Was the rope height the same as like it was fifteen foot? The same I'm as not, they've I'm used. I'm not before. sure whether it was fifteen or eighteen. Right. That, the rig that we had last year was was, was, was eighteen, but yeah. I, I couldn't. I don't really was, think it looked eighteen. It didn't really right. look like that because we yeah. did a few pulls with the hands, and then like 
two, two more pulls the and they were up. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, so maybe, maybe it's 15. 15. Yeah. And after the rope climbs, it was... A snail push. Right. <laughs> Which was, was not was a, a bale of hay. No, it was a big cylinder <laughs> right. that was filled with sand. Yeah. Um, the guys was like 550 pounds, I think. So, right. So super heavy. I don't know what the girls was, but probably around... Maybe around 350, 400. Yeah. So again, yeah. like super heavy and it looked like it, it was really difficult to push. They had like yeah. athletes like pushing their head into it and stuff and <laughs> it was just trying to obviously roll it, yeah. roll it down the field. Yeah. So it was a few rounds through of that, but that looked like a really cool event. So they did, so they did the run, the rope ascents, snail push, more, more climbing, more rope climbs. So they've had on three rounds, four rope climbs, so twelve rope climbs total. The, the last round, you didn't have to do the second round. You finished with the right. snail push. Okay, so, so you just pushed it over the line. So it's yeah. still ten pretty tough rope ascents yeah. as well. I think Briggs smashed that one right. That was the one yeah. that she smashed, and she she ended up going into the first place. Okay, so that's when she made a move. What happened in the men's in that event? Fukowski. Uh, Fukowski. Yeah. Right. Who's also pretty much up and coming. Very decent. He's had a lot. I mean, I think in yeah. some of the later events, he had some good results as well, right? Yeah, he, he actually... People, yeah, people don't probably don't know too much about him unless they've you know been researching sort of regionals as well. Yeah. But he was, in the last uh, last two years, over two years of competing, has been three points away from qualifying, qualifying for the Games right. like in total. So wow. one of the years was one point away, one year was two points away. Yeah. He was in sixth place both years. So he, he's been so close to qualifying it. He was always in the top five, yeah. and then didn't manage to get through the final event and stay in the top five. So, so he's, he's been someone that's been knocking on the door for a long time, yeah, and right. then in his rookie year, yeah, four event four wins. Event wins. So he's picked himself bad. up a nice little twelve thousand dollars just for that. So three thousand for first, two thousand for second. I think or? so. I think it was just right. three thousand for first. I'm not sure. Second, second. Let's just talk about that quickly because. Okay, you've sacrificed everything. You've you've travelled over there. They don't really get anything for being there. The top so twenty get pay- get paid. Get paid, yeah. right? Aside from that, people are really doing it off their own back. Pretty much, yeah. So aside from being in the top three or yeah. top three, unless you're on the podium, there's not really right. much money in it. Yeah, like it cost a lot of money last year. Yeah, like, I, yeah. <laughs> you didn't earn any money, and yeah. I was away from work for six weeks. And yeah. You know, it, it costs you a lot of money to be in America for a lot of time, but yeah. it's, you know, it's I don't spend my money on cigarettes, so I save some, save, save, some <laughs> save some money there, so I'll just put that towards the CrossFit <laughs> stuff. The next event that came up was called essentially what it did. Yeah. Uh, they called it the separator. Talk us through what that was. The separator. That was the uh, the ring handstand push-up event. So right. they, they posted on social media maybe a week before just a picture of ring handstand push-ups. Yeah. The, no, no sort of information on what the the event would be. Yeah. So I, I maybe a little bit a bit of a teaser there to, to practice them. Yeah. So we were kind of waiting for them to come up. I think it was 2010 the last time we saw them. Right. Um, and that was only for the guys then as well. The girls didn't do it then. That was just a strict handstand push-up. Right. Uh, so this year it was slightly different workout for the for the guys and the girls. Yep. The guys had to start with the ring handstand push-ups yep. in the workout, and they had to muscle up to get to the rings. So muscle up, and then try t- not to fall over. Yeah, go upside, upside down, upside down. Wrap your wrap your feet around yeah. the straps. Yeah, and then it's essentially a strict handstand push-up because you weren't allowed to bend at the knee right. to sort of climb your way up the rope. Right. Uh, the strap, sorry. Did. Yeah. Um, and then the, I can I guess the standard was that the ring touched your, your shoulder, shoulder and that your arm locked out straight. There was no yeah. standard in where that your body had to be in line with the rings or the straps, which yeah. I think that's where the only sort of problem was, and that's yeah. where people kind of focus on and say this was not good, blah blah blah. But yeah, I mean, I, I my personal opinion is it's there's like the judging in that event was just. Is completely inconsistent, and the head judges are running around. That's a rep. That's not a rep. I think if you're going to have a situation yeah. where you're going to have that, then it's not really a good yeah. test. And it's super hard to, to very judge. Hard though, to like, judge, yeah. I mean, yeah. he watched what. If you watched it, you saw Fraser. He arched his back so much yeah. that it was almost a, a bench press. Yeah, like, yeah. and he would just really quickly lock his arms out, yeah. and then. You saw next to him, Ben Smith, I think, was trying to do them too well. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to do, like, a, a strict handstand push-up and get his body in a nice straight line, what yeah. what you kind of see against the wall. Yes. And he was getting so many no reps because yeah. 
the the more upside down you kind of are, the yeah. more it's really hard to let your feet just slide up and down the straps. Yeah, like there's, there's so much friction on them yeah. that it kind of just bends your knee. Yes, and he was getting a lot of no reps for that. Yeah, it's. I think it was super tough, and I think obviously the I think the guys struggled as much as the girls did on this one as well. Yeah. The only benefit the girls had is that they didn't have to do a full muscle up. To get and they didn't it. have to start with them either. They actually yes. started with the squat. It was squats and burpees, and then they had less reps. Yeah, so they only had twelve reps yeah. total, I think. And the guys had sort yeah, of so like quite, 20 a, quite something. Yeah, quite a lot different. There wasn't yeah. that many people. I think there was only nine guys finished it. Right. I'm not sure how many girls, but yeah, yeah, maybe n- nine out of the forty guys finishing in the event. And I guess like the, their answer would be, well, this is the CrossFit Games, and that's what happens. And they called it the separator. It sort of chucked the the the, the the, the field sort of in two really didn't yeah. it some people really struggled there they said the same thing about the pegboard last year and yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with it that yeah. there's nothing out of place there as long as one person can do it yeah I think Cole Sager won the event yeah 12 minutes right so he went through it really well easy no and, uh, so if, if one person can do it then, then it's, it's a, a fair, fair test everyone yeah. should be able to do it and Absolutely. you need to be better if you can't so after they put them through that, through the snail in the morning, there was one more super fast event in the evening, which this one was actually a really good event, wasn't it? 40 box jumps, 20 D-ball cleans. The winning time was, for the men, was... 2.46. By? Fikowska. Again? Yeah. Ladies? Uh, Pacelli. Alessandra Pacelli. That's an old name. Yeah, she's, she's been around quite in, a while. In and out, in yeah. And out. Yeah, so good to see her yeah, win. It was faster, actually, 2.24. Wow, very yep. quick. And that, that D-ball, similar to the one, the yellow ones that we've got in the gym, a little bit heavier, 150 for men and just 100 for girls. Yep. So not, not too tough, but nice and quick. Just fast, yeah. Just super the fast. will be very real. <laughs> the next, <laughs> the next, that was the, some great commentary there. These yeah. guys are just doing these nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's, yeah. this guy's really tall, so he's good at box jumps. Yeah. And this guy's really short, so he's not. But it's like, Josh Bridges was going so fast. <laughs> it's just a it's joke, like, yeah. Yeah, it looks, Matt, it looks okay at them. Matt Fraser's really going to struggle because the box is 30 inches and he's only 34 or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning we sort of sort of saw some some quite varied, like the last day Sunday, some quite varied yeah. but cool things in the first three events. It Hands was down, really walk, cool to watch. Suicide sprint, then the plow. What what did we see from those? What what did you guys like? What what really stood out? I think the the handstand walk the first day was 280 feet handstand walk yeah and they had sections I don't know how far it was between they could come down yeah. if they had to but Catherine David started it, it all unbroken wow she never came down so that's it, the full length of the football field I was going to say is that yeah. 280 yeah. feet is the full length yeah one full length and yeah you could come down kind of and she you, won it yeah yeah she won oh, it right. at 133 wow that's it. That I would be happy to run it. With that. <laughs> <laughs> it was super no, that, that, cool to that, watch. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. And that's I mean that's something that the fourth year we've seen handstand walk used. Yeah, I think it's or been the, there. It, it's it came in four years ago, and it was something that it came was in actually. I think it was 2011 when they did that skills test. Yes, did those six different skills Else tests, it, and that was one of them. And wasn't it thrown yeah. and smashed? I think he just went the full end for the field and then stopped right. because yeah. there was no field left. Yeah, <laughs> but we see we've obviously seen massive improvements in people, and now yeah. people can walk all yeah. that way, which yeah, that's pretty cool. The next one was the suicide sprint. Yeah, so you had about because you you got, you got one heat's rest in between, so you had about four or five minutes rest maximum. So all of these were run back to back, pretty much. It was it was it was heat two, yeah. heat one, heat two, heat one. Right. So you had about cool. three or four minutes rest. Yeah. The suicide sprint was uh, was pretty cool. It was 840 feet total. So right. I think it was you went a third of the way down and, and back, back, two thirds of the way down. Was it and a back. straight sprint or did they have to go around? It was a straight sprint, but right. you had to go around the uh, the cone. The cone at the end. Yeah. Very so there cool. was a, a bit of agility and there was yeah. the turn. Yeah. So a third of the way down, back, two thirds back, and then the full the sprint of the field. And that that was that was probably the most surprising. Uh, he didn't actually win. He, he won his heat. Uh, right. Matthew Matt Fraser. Yeah. Like so it, cool. It, yeah. The last uh, straight sprint. Yeah, because yeah. Ben Smith, I think, I because we we were sat and we like, oh, who do not want to win? And I thought I thought Smith would win that one because yeah. he um, I think he he was right towards the top when last time they did a a, a sh- like agility sprint. Yeah, and yeah, and Fraser just just burned him in the last twenty meters. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was it was really it cool. So fast. Yeah. Then they did an, something that was new: plow drag for time, which was two lengths of the field. 
Yeah. 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 And what what was it? <laughs> that was you, pretty funny, wasn't it? Yeah. You were quite excited to see that. Yeah, it was, it was cool because it was a new piece of equipment. Um, yeah. There's, uh, who was it? Becca Boyd. Right. She went like, one length of the field yeah. and dropped it and started celebrating and then realised... so fast, just run with it all the way down, drop it, celebrate, and then realised she needs to turn around <laughs> and go back. And she was laughing and then end up quite far back in her heat. But so, so that, look, that looked really brutal. Like yeah. A lot of them started yeah. really hard for like half the length of the, the field. Yeah, just blew up. And then you just they were just in this really grindy walk yeah. trying, to, trying to finish it off, but... Yeah, it, uh, that, w- that was cool. I think uh, Catherine, again, was very impressive because she wasn't in the lead all the way down or yeah. back, but then the from maybe the last half of the field, she can just see she's yeah. so determined and just yeah. walks so fast and, and uh, wins again. A lot of it was won in the turn because yeah. Yeah. they had to get all the way over and then drop it, turn it, physically turn it around and then pick it up and go back. Yeah. So a lot of people when you when you drop if you've done like the sled pushes if you've done them outside here yeah, yeah. and once we do the, the two hundred meter sprints with the sled. Yeah. Once you do that turn and you actually stop, that's when that just horrible feeling sort yeah. of sits in your legs and you just don't want to get going again. So if you can just turn it and just get grinding and get moving again then it, it's not as bad yeah but i mean their legs are smoked you've got a 7k trail run on the wednesday thursday okay it wasn't too hard then you've got murph which is 300 squats two miles of running squat cleans you could claim that the double the deadlifts, DT, the deadlifts <laughs> would, would probably put you in good shape then the saturday More they've running. done running <laughs> and then they've done the snail so push. many squats as well loads <laughs> of squats so their legs are feeling real good so you box can un- you can understand yeah, and then finish the night with 40 box jumps at speed as we said so you can see why their legs were probably a little bit uh, a little bit heavy on the sunday morning that was three events back to back then they had two left Event 14, which just seems incredible that they're on event 14, sort of the first few CrossFit games, there was two events a day for three days, six events, and now we're up to 14 events, which is quite a lot. This one perhaps tested a little bit more just lung capacity, really, yeah. and then, but then a heavy sled at the end. Talk us through what the event was, Phil. So it was a, a 200-meter ski. Yeah. First time they've seen the, the ski in the game, which, which is cool. Yeah, so yeah. everyone that says in the gym, oh, they don't use this for CrossFit, they now do. Yeah. So that's cool. Maybe, <laughs> maybe expect that. Yeah. They usually test things at the highest level, so maybe expect that to come in maybe at a regional level last, next year. Yeah, good machine to use as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah there's, no dip, there's no reason why not, because it's just as reliable as... Yeah, uh, yeah more uh, reliable than the air bikes as well. Yeah. <laughs> One broke this morning. Okay. <laughs> so 200 meters on there, and then yeah. it was 50 for the guys, 40 for the girls of double-unders. And at first, when we were watching the announcement, we were like, why are they letting the girls scale the double-unders? Right. And then they kind of went through at it. So now it's 200-meter um, row, 50-40 yeah. double-unders, 0.4-mile bike, 50-40 double-unders, and then row again, double unders, ski again, double unders. Then you pull the, the rope. Yeah. And then they announced that the, the rope would be a heavy handle and heavy cable. Right. So that looked like it. Like the, when we were watching it, people were having to jump a lot, lot higher. Yeah, and you really saw people high. tripping. Like You just wouldn't trip on 50 double unders. So like, they were not allowed to use their own skip ropes. No. They, they, they got them cut to length and stuff yeah, like yeah. on the spot. Yeah. But, yeah, it was the, the heavy handle and... Um, we were reading the the article about it, and they said that was probably one of the hardest pieces of equipment, like forearms and, awesome. and biceps. Yes, the handles was really thick as well, not only heavy, but really thick. And I guess that had a decent knock-on effect to what we sort of saw at the end. We watched one of the girls' heats this morning on the sled pull. Yeah. There was some real struggle. The, the, the girl, to me that went into that, she was first, right? She was first and to, to get to the side, and then maybe fifth or sixth got fifth at the end six. of it. Yeah. yeah. A few of them just had a lot better technique. Yeah. They, they had to stand. They, you weren't allowed to sort of sit and, yes. do, and, 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 and get yourself that way. A lot of them were, were really using the legs and, and back to, to pull rather than just going for the arm or, or hand over hand technique. Hand. Yeah, so another, another decent one. And then it filled up, uh, finished up with an event very similar to the final event last year. And quite fittingly, they called it Redemption. Three nice. pegboard ascents. That pegboard come out again, but now used multiple times in the event. 21 thrusters, two pegboards, 15 thrusters, one pegboard, nine thrusters. But obviously the thrusters were a heavier weight this time as well. Yeah, 135 for the guys. 135, which is... For the girls. It it says 85. 85, sorry. Yeah, so 30 kilos. 37, is it? 37, yeah, so a bit over 35. So a nice... What did you think when this was 
release. Like last year, it was quite cool that they put something a bit different in the last event. Now they've kept it very similar. Yeah, it's it's good that they retested it. I yeah, think it, I think it's re- it was really important after last year how upset everyone got that uh, that no one can do it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and every, everyone bought a pegboard straight after. Yeah, and they probably practiced it for two weeks because yeah. it was still fresh and new, and then maybe forgot about stopped. it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was exactly what I thought. I thought we we got a pegboard and actually haven't used it for six months. Yeah. Like, uh, a, lot, a lot of them do it, yeah, just the practice, like, yeah. oh, I can do this now and then forget. But, you know, the people who've been practicing yeah. over and over. I think the girl, Alexis uh, Johnson, who won it, yeah. I saw her on Instagram not so long ago doing, like, three climbs in a minute or something. Because wow. wow. it was in an Instagram clip. Wow. So And she That's actually won the event. So, you know, there you go. practice you practice pays off. Wrapping it up, third place for the men was... Patrick, Patrick Wellner. Velner. Did anyone know who he was coming into it? <laughs> no, I didn't. First year? I think so, yeah. I, th- I, think, yeah. I think it is, and it's the first time, I saw it here today, first time a Canadian man has been on the podium since 2007. I guess that was OPT, right? Whatever. The <laughs> second <laughs> I think guess. also, just <laughs> Sorry to any Canadian listeners. to mention is the poor Brent Fikowski. Yeah. He came two points from third place. Wow. So he won all of those in half and second in the final. Wow. <laughs> well, he's a fighter. We, Phil said it before. He's missed out narrowly. He'll, he'll definitely be back. <laughs> second place? Ben Smith. Ben Smith, who was first last year, eighth CrossFit Games appearance. So good for him. Probably a little bit of motivation to come back next year. But undisputed, most consistent over the weekend. Yeah, Fraser. Matt Fraser. Yeah, 200 points. 200 points clear. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest so. points margin ever to win by. Highest wow. average points. Most amount of top two, like top just three finishers. Yeah, yeah, just super. Absolutely dominant. Yeah. Worked very hard. And in the ladies, third place was? Sarah Sigmund Stotter. Sarah Sigmund. Was she third last year or second? It, yeah, it's yeah. cool. The top four is exactly the same as last year. Which is? So Briggs fourth. Disappointed for her, <laughs> two fourths, but incredible still yeah. because she yeah. sucks really badly at some things. Yeah, well, to be fair, <laughs> she like you know, she she, she does like yeah. she she's never been strong yeah. in comparison to the other girls. Yeah, and you know she does so well on everything else. Yeah, that incredible. she manages like that's. You know, th- she said this was a last year as well. I'm sure she's probably a bit older than the rest of the field. Yeah, in general, I think she's probably ten years older than Catherine. Yeah, right. Um, at least, yeah. And, you know, to, to hang in there at the top two years in a row, That's I think she's had a few injury injury troubles as well. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, she, yeah, it's it's super cool that she's she's been up there. And then the top three was basically the same as last year, you say? Same. Yeah, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Sarah, Tia, and then Catherine. Wow, unbelievable. That's pretty cool. That's like, what, that's uh, 28... 29 workouts in games level yeah and the exact same four i think it's pretty it's fair it's pretty fair to say it's a good test yeah it, it's cool that katrin like this year won the way that she did like yeah. last year she, she was obviously really good you can't win and not be good yeah but sarah was in the lead the whole way yeah and it was kind of like sarah lost it yeah in yeah. the in the final because she didn't do well on the pegboard and then end up not doing well on the handstands as well yeah so she was actually leading going into it and and then lost it whereas Catherine uh, got herself. She was battling for it the whole time. Got herself into the lead Sunday morning, and then didn't let go of it, and and won really well. Interesting. So. The events this year. The first day was a repeat of what we've seen before. The third day is something we've seen before in Murph. The and then DT. On the Saturday, we haven't seen it. It, it was a lot of sort of new stuff. Sunday. We've seen, again, as I said, we've seen stuff like handstand walk. We've seen sprints. We've also seen thrusters. We've seen pegboard before. Was there really no surprises this year? Or is it getting boring? Are the events, or is, nah. is there, have we reached a finite number? There was no, nothing out there that we hadn't really seen before. The only new bit of equipment that was really thrown in, I think, was the snail and obviously the plow. For what it, for what I've, it got, I've got down new equipment is a 30 pound ball right a heavy rope a right. snail ring handstand push-ups the plow the skier ring handstand push-ups have been in before take that off your list <laughs> okay for the girls <laughs> okay <laughs> and also muscle up to ring handstand push-up that's not been in before yeah okay so no, no speaking of pull-ups no muscle-ups 
No pull-ups. No regular ones. No, no regular pull-ups. No. It's interesting. And did they do a snatch? No snatch. No snatch. No. Not snatches. one snatch. All this time you lot tell me to get my snatch better. I want to go to the games. There's not one snatch. <laughs> I really don't think that it's getting... I, I think they've found a really good amount yeah. of tests. Yeah. Like it, it seems like it's gone up this year because I think it was 12 or 13 last year. Yeah. And you got the rest day. Yeah. It's now gone to a five-day competition, so it's still evolving in that way. Right. And they're still finding little things to put in yeah. that that make, you know, traditional stuff, you know, more complicated. But it doesn't... I think this is what the CrossFit Games does better than any other competition. Yeah. It doesn't try to find... It doesn't try to reinvent the wheel. It doesn't, right. like, find new ways to do things that don't need changing. Yeah. I've, I've done competition before, and I've seen competitions that have, have done things that have ended up being maybe unsafe or yeah. just just stupid because yeah. it's not... It doesn't need changing. Yeah. Like, you, you, how many did you say were re- re- repeats then? Like, one of the main things in CrossFit is is to retest. Yeah. And to, to test whether you've got fitter based on the year before or five yeah. years before, which... Yeah. For those that did the ranch trail run, that's like a, a, a six or seven year retest. Yeah, to see so if it's a decent to, way to, to see look if they've it. got fitter or not. The yep. same with the deadlift. I think that if you're looking at it from a programming perspective, there's yep. too many people trying to do two different things. Yes. When I think if you just look at CrossFit.com every yep. single day, yeah, then you can pull a lot of stuff off there that's probably going to get tested at the games. It'd be interesting to see. How many times on CrossFit.com Murph has actually come up? Yeah, I'm sure it's quite a lot. Or yeah. a, a trail, a trail run, or five k run. Do we know the difference in the timing of the winner of the trail run in this year compared? They changed to the run slightly. Okay, and they said they yeah. made it the the course slightly more difficult. Because what what the, the reason is, I think, and, and and I think it's a subject that people are, or, or a matter that people are throwing around. Like people are getting so much better, so much faster. Matt Fraser's got so much better. Is the sport police well with drugs? The the, the 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 increases are just so huge. Do you think that they're kind of creating some PR around that almost on purpose, or do you think it's just going to come from it? It's always going to get questions, isn't it? Because they're, they're it's not... really big increases. Yeah, they they are. I mean, someone did finish the deadlift ladder in two thousand. Yeah, I think maybe, but and... it was it was a lot lighter then. Right, it was lighter, but I think right. three people finished it then. So in a in a Five six year period, the, yeah. the the increase has been huge. Okay, but if okay, you take what have we just put out recently? Tamer's story. Yes. So his look at his increase. Yeah. Like in performance. Yeah. It's a different type of, type of performance increase, but yes. it's still huge in six months. Right. From working really hard. Right. You're just taking it into a different you know diff, different context. Like if you train really hard. Yeah. Like. You're going to improve. It really annoys me that I saw someone post on Facebook something about because Fraser had started winning the running events. Yeah. Like, oh, somehow his aerobic capacity has gone through the roof in one year. Yeah. Well, actually, it hasn't. Like, he was doing really well in the running events last yeah. year. Yeah, right. He's just worked on it for a year. Yeah. And Stopped some, the weightlifting and, and only somehow done. got better. Yeah. Go yeah. F- and yeah. it's, it's yeah. obvious when you look at him, yeah. he's lost a lot of weight. Go figure. Like, you're going to... You're going to get better if you work on something yeah. for a whole year. It, yeah. I think it's it's really not good when people start sort of throwing that around just because someone's improved. Yeah. Like, what, what do you what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. But, yeah. You could. I mean, you can argue it both ways, can't you? People work super hard in athletics, and the improvement mm. margins. If you look at international but, athletics, the improvement margins are very, very, very mm. fine. But maybe it's an immature sport and people are just starting to come to maturity and the gains that we see in the coming five years could be the margins could be even less which who knows and they will be but there's so much variation in CrossFit that there's yes. so much there's so much to, to retest and get better at yeah where like the 100 meter there's only so fast you can do a 100 meter sprint it just there only is only so fast and it will yeah. be really small like it'll get to the point where there's only so much that you can snatch yeah in CrossFit that right. and still be able to do all you know at, at a games level absolutely. But if you look at so let's take the All Blacks yeah. from the World Cup winning side this year. Yes. Do you think that they would smash the All Blacks winning side or the, an All Black side from ten years ago? Brilliant question. I, I think they would. Right. I think they would destroy them. Yeah. Because yeah. the level of athleticism and the level yeah. of training going into it is increasing. Yeah. By so much. Absolutely. 
it's an in, it's a very interesting topic talking about the future well, do we expect like the, obviously it was a, a hugely successful crossfit games everyone that was there seemed to have a great time it looked great do we expect any moves from crossfit in the coming year do you think we'll see any changes to the structure of the open regionals then the games will there be anything that sort of you know people have fired up about it now do we expect something else to come or do we think that this is the format and this will run uh, it, it's it's really hard to say, isn't it? Like, Seems like they're changing something every year, yeah. almost. Yeah. Like even if it's just something small, like this year they let you create a team with the members from different places. Yeah. Like I think it's something every year they change. Yeah, yeah. One thing I'd like to see is that they get rid of the open regions and just make them uh, the regional regions for the open. If you get what I mean, so right, we would right. now. It's not qualify through africa and europe it's qualify yeah. through the meridian yeah because yeah. i think the, the the games is great and the people that get there it, it, it's always really good but yeah I, the the point now is making sure that the right people are getting to getting regionals right. and therefore yeah. the right people then get to the games like so by that you mean there's 40 spaces for the meridian regional regional everyone from europe the middle east and africa competes as one yeah. in the open and the top 40 athletes go through. Yeah, I think that's probably the only thing that needs a relook at there. Is that because you'll have athletes in outside of the European region that could potentially be better than the top, is it the top 30 within the European region? Yeah, yeah. very good point. It, it, like, I think it, uh, maybe two years ago you'd look at it and say oh, all of those 40 spots will be taken by the Europeans. By the Europeans, yeah. And now uh, this is like from a from our point of view that people are moving around so much yeah. that the Africa region will actually be extremely difficult be next strong. year. I think yeah. Yeah. from what I've heard, there's going to be around six or seven games athletes in, in our small region next year. Yeah. It's going to be really difficult. And, and then if you look at some of the American regions, it's no longer an American-dominated sport. Yeah. So it's not that I don't see why they should have so, so, many, so many spots in so yeah. many regions. Um, obviously, they're going to say that they deserve them, but if you look at the leaderboards, it's, it's not it's dominated. Not case, it's yeah. not dominated by America anymore. But they just don't know how to pronounce those names, so they can't <laughs> give them any media attention. And to be honest, they are quite hard to pronounce some of them. Guys, that's a that's a long wrap up. As you said, Phil, if you want to work, if you want to get there, you've got to work harder. So I suggest anyone listening that wants to get there, or you guys, should work a lot harder this year because it's <laughs> going to get harder. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. Good wrap oh, up. We should no, we should not finish without mentioning Yas. Ah, we should mention Yas the team. <laughs> the team. I wrote it down. I was like, don't the get team, to. the team from down the road. Our friends down at Yas at Vogue Fitness at Yas Marina in Abu Dhabi ended up third. Third, third. incredible, incredible. Especially their story is really cool. Elliot and well. Anthony's face when they were stood next to Fronin. Face. Did you not see the bulge in their pants? <laughs> it, was the happy, it was the happiest I think that Anthony's ever been in his life. Well, that's, I mean, that's incredible. They went last year and they got kicked out, rightly so. They, they fielded someone that, that didn't qualify uh, on, on, on a residency basis, yeah. and they've stuck together. They trained super hard. Yeah. It's really cool that they stuck together because, yeah. they, they, because of Jamie yeah. being so good. Yeah. Um, their top girl. Like, she been, won the Open. Yeah, a lot of... Yeah. Yeah. That's how good she is. Yeah. And she's a games-level athlete herself. Yeah. Um, probably good enough to finish really well at the games. Yeah, right. And, you know, she, she stuck with the team. And, yeah. and they, they they all stuck with it because I know that Elliot and Anthony would like to try yeah. um, individual. individual. I, I yeah. think Tammy would as well. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool that they, they stuck with it because they, they missed out last year. And so they I mean, proved that, you know, that they... They're good. As good as, good as yeah. they as, as they uh, as they were last year, they were. yeah. And back to what what you said, those guys, maybe they'll stay as a team, but maybe they'll drop into that individual competition for next year. So only make the Meridian Regional yeah. a little bit stronger. Yeah. Yeah, the Meridian girls next year, if you if you you yeah, you've super strong girls, you've already got. Sarah and uh, Katrine. Oh, Katrine's probably oh, maybe, she maybe was, she's still in America. Yeah, maybe yeah. she moves back. I don't yeah. know how long you get a visa Sam. for. Yeah, so yeah, all, all those amazing girls. The Meridian, the lowest placing of a Meridian girl this year was 19th at the Games. Wow, that's incredible. That's very, a, It's a very, very strong. strong region. Yeah, very strong. And for the guys <laughs> as well, those three guys from Yasa are super strong, so that will make that competition... Uh, so fun. 
But congratulations <laughs> to them. It's nice to, well, fantastic for them to see them on the podium as well, just from down the road. And if you live down the road, go and train with them. They're obviously pretty good at CrossFit. Yeah. If, if not, come and train with us. <laughs> <laughs> Mia, Phil, thanks a lot for your thoughts, guys. Thanks for listening. Until next time, cool. take care. Thank you. Thanks a lot for tuning into this episode of the podcast, and I do hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks, as always, to Phil for his geekiness and Mia for her very beautiful smile and nice comments about everyone. Of course, if you do have any comments, questions that you want to fire over at us, or if you want to get on the show, drop us an email, winning at innerfight.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have a moment, hop over to iTunes, rate the podcast. That would really help us out. Of course, a massive shout-out to our show sponsors, Kareem. Download the Kareem app, sign up and register with a valid credit card. Use the promo code INNERFIGHT for up to 100 dirhams off your first ride. And if you come into the gym, use the promo code INNER. If you're leaving the gym, use the promo code FIGHT for 10% off your rides with them. Until next time, take care.